Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You worked all week. Work, 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 work. You didn't have time to look at your fantasy lineups. Son of a But don't be afraid. That's why we give you Weekend Fantasy Update. Woohoo! Welcome back to the show. Wow. Uh, thanks, Sean. Nice promo there. It makes me uh, I feel like a caveman. Hey, uh, hey, George, I just discovered if you rub two sticks together, it makes fire. Like, I, I think I'm the only guy without one of these devices there. But, uh, hell, that Alexa device, uh, it's pretty good for those, for those type of things, as we were saying. Like, you need quick information on weather or maybe a recipe or something like that. That's the way to go. But, God, I've listened to that promo. I sound like a caveman. I, like, I don't even know what the hell's going on there. <laughs> Does everybody have one? I mean, I, I don't. My mother got it for me for, for Christmas. Like I don't have years one. Ago. I don't have one. My family doesn't have one. I think I'm the only guy without one. I think I does, though. Do you have one, Sean? No. You got one? No. No, I think I think even Morenci has one. Like, you know what I mean? Like, am I the only guy without this thing? Like, it's just, God. Anyway. I don't have Alexa either, Cam. <laughs> it's helpful. It's helpful with the weather. It did, it did it pretty quick there, George. It was very impressive when uh, we were breaking it down. How is the weather there, uh, by the way, too? It's uh, another cold morning. I'm waking up, and I don't keep the heat on, and I'm, like, coming back. It's the same type of thing, but I think it uh, looks a lot sunnier and brighter, and they say I think this little short cold snap in the East Coast is going to be uh, going away so we can get some uh, maybe a little bit of heat and some baseballs traveling out of the park. Hey, buddy? Uh, it's, it's a miserable day here in the Northeast. Uh, really? 50 degrees, rainy. Yeah, the rain just wow. started, which was expected. Uh, not hard rain, but rain. I don't think it's going to impact the Met game today. They might play through a little wet weather. Could a delay happen? Sure, but I don't, I don't think the game will be postponed. So I think you're okay there. But yeah, the weather is uh, not good again. No little update for you. And this is, I know this is really not fantasy worthy, but I, I just I love these kind of updates. Uh, yep. Alex Reyes. Uh, top top prospect with the St. Louis uh, Cardinals, guy yep. who could really be something. You know, Dynasty League's keeper is somebody you want to keep an eye on. Well, he's out three weeks because he decided to punch a wall with his uh, pitching hand, and he fractured yeah. his finger. I mean, <laughs> how bright are you? Don't don't we see yeah. enough of this? Listen, yeah. you want to punch a wall? I'm I'm right handed. I want to punch a wall. Maybe I use my left hand. You know, you, you don't use the money maker. Okay, you don't use the money maker. Just stupid. So the way anyway, I look at it is, why would I? Probably June. I, I learned the hard way, like before I remember, like I, you know, I threw a converter into a wall, smashed it up. Now I got to go to the store and buy another converter and uh, programming my TV becomes difficult. So once you be do a stooge move like that, eventually over time, you th- don't think you want to do it. But wouldn't you rather just throw a plate into a wall or something like that, like a Greek wedding, smash, 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 like, like throwing, putting fists through walls doesn't seem like a good uh, way to get rid of anger there, George. It's pretty stupid. Just smash stuff. Go outside and smash stuff or you know, get a hammer and smash things. Right, you, you you break things you don't care about. Uh, a wall means you got to a. Not to mean the other. You mentioned converter. You got to get a new converter, but you also have to repair the wall. 
again, exactly. which is even more frustrating. So yes. uh, yeah, I always uh, I, I don't break anything. Although, listen, I, I've gone golfing and I've lost clubs. I've I've never snapped oh, yeah. a club over I used my to, uh, hand. I've, I never, done, I've I never done that, but I ha- I have lost a five wood in the tree. Okay, so no, uh, you know, I've hit a bad shot. I flipped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I no, once, no, no. I had a driver out of bounds. I just grabbed it, snapped it, threw it in the woods. I'm like, I'm done <laughs> with this club. I, I, I've seen. I've got. I played with guys who thrown like sets in water. Like you know what I mean? Like four, like golf bags oh. in water. Yeah, like these guys are psychopaths. They're good golfers too. I, I guess when they a... play really shitty, they go nuts. But uh, yeah, I, I, I deal with a lot of psychos, George. You seem to. You're more even keel. But uh, golf can really uh, bring out the worst in you. It's not that I'm even. I mean, I'm angry too at golf. Also, listen, you want to you want to hear some new four letter words? Follow me playing golf because I'll I'll, yeah. I'll think of some. But I understand that these clubs are expensive. I'm not snapping one in half, okay? Because I got to buy a new yeah. one here. But my I go I go with a buddy of mine, and we're all the same. The buddy of mine, my brother goes. We're, we're all yelling and screaming. Yeah, we're, but yeah, we're chops. I, like we're not we're not going on the PGA tour here. We're just having a nice day out uh, hitting the ball. But his wife bought him a brand new driver. Like, I don't Ooh. know. This thing was a lot of money. A lot of money. Like a ping uh, or he's a like big a tailor made. Like a real nice, uh, nice club. A real, a real one. You know, one that yeah. really he sh- we shouldn't be. Ha- We're not good enough to have these kind of clubs. But mm-hmm. you know, and uh, so and we play for money, but it's small money. I mean, if you have a bad day, you might lose twenty, twenty five bucks. Yeah, no big yeah, deal. I get it. All yeah. right. So, but we're playing for money, and we take it seriously. And uh, strict rules of golf. You know, you can't move the ball and all this other stuff. And uh, so he's got his brand new driver, and he. He's hitting terrible. I mean, he he hits the ball a ton. He can hit the ball 300 yards, but they sometimes it's on the other hole. And he keeps he keeps doing it. He's slicing everything. And I swear to you, he was about on about a whole. It wasn't even like on the end of the day. It was like a whole six. He was about to snap this brand new. I don't know, seven eight hundred thousand dollar driver over his knee. <laughs> and my brother and I had literally had to tackle him to stop him because even we we even we didn't want him to do that. I'm like, what are you doing? It was the only driver he had, so if he would have done that, he would have you know he would have gotten killed on a day too. But it was like you can't do this. Your wife, hey, your wife will kill me. And I don't want to hear it from her that we didn't stop you from doing this. So, uh, but that's how, that's how angry people get playing golf. He was going to snap this brand new after six holes. It's like, are you kidding me? Life is not that bad. No, it's not. No, and, and he's got a nice club too. So, if things ever get bad, he could uh, sell the club. No, George, I know you talk about your kids in soccer. I'm looking outside, and there's like a little soccer game. I live uh, in my my place. It's like got a fence, but uh, directly over is a big soccer field there. So they're uh, the kids are playing there right now. So it's got to be you know they're in shorts and like sweaters and stuff. So can't be that cold out there. At least it's got a hell of a lot better than before. But yeah, I've done a lot of things. Like I've had uh, heads fall off golf clubs. I've snapped golf clubs over my leg. I've thrown golf clubs into the woods. I've seen guys throw bags into the river yeah I've, I've seen it all on the golf course you know <laughs> smashing it on a tree gave with gabe Barancy a lot of helicopters you know after a bad drive you'll helicopter one there yeah yeah, yeah gabe's good because it's actually funny we're, we're on the golf course like you, you think we're calm but uh, no no it's uh no it's uh, it, you see the rage you should see him on the golf course too it's pretty funny we're we're, we're out there ha- hacking it up pretty good i, would, I used to be a really I good would golfer too george oh going golf with gabe we'd actually have fun yeah, no, we'd have a good time going golf with us you'd have a good time you could bring your buddy uh, your brother and uh yeah well like, no one will want to be near us i could tell you that but i used to work at a golf club like cleaning clubs every day and stuff i used to be good i used to shoot in the 70s but it's one of those sports if you don't play you know i play like once a year Definitely now like, every I, day I, yeah that's the thing i can't i i, I still have the good 
hands, but I can't do anything. Like I'm, that's the problem. It's a rich man's game, and I really don't have the money. We're trying to make money to pay off mortgages and other things, right, George? And you got a family, and you know, you're, you're the kids are in soccer. You're trying to hit some hockey parlays so we can make some real bread, to, so more chicken rolls and more fun, uh, right? That's exactly what our goal is: more fun, more money. Let's go do this uh, baseball today. So we were talking about the Blue Jays playing a lot better, and uh, with Vladimir Guerrero Jr., the instillment of uh, you know a good vibe around the team now. There's just a that's the thing when you bring a prospect up, it kind of puts a lights a fire under everybody's ass. So we like uh, the over there, right, George? You're talking over nine and a half with the Bassett Hound. Oh, and Thornton for the Jays. Next game, uh, big Colorado, uh, Colorado comeback last night against uh, the Braves. There, George uh, Gossman. He's laying a lot of, uh, that's a pretty big price. Like Colorado's not a bad baseball team, but Gossman at home uh, laying 70 cents. Uh, uh, Anderson for the Rockies getting, uh, he's plus 150. The over-under in this baseball game is nine. And run line, Colorado plus one and a half, minus 135. And Gossman minus one and a half, plus 150. That's Atlanta, pretty big favorites in this game. I would have made this line maybe, you know, 45, 50. 70 seems high. That's incredibly high. Gossman's not that good. I think Colorado's also beat Atlanta eight straight times in Atlanta. Or so why is that line or, or so overall? big? I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm, now you got me thinking I better go check the lineups here. Maybe Colorado's sitting everybody. But uh, that doesn't make any sense. I know Anderson's not all that great either. But that just that should play to the over. I don't see that playing towards the game. Uh, Blackman, Story, Murphy. And that's a straight lineup for Colorado. Charlie Blackman, Trevor Story, Daniel Murphy, Nolan Arenado, Dahl, Desmond, Hampson at second base. Uh, Tony Walters is the only uh, really backup there playing catcher. Yeah. And Tyler Anderson, Braves, Albies, Donaldson, Freeman, Acuna. They have a straight lineup as well. Uh Marquecas, Camargo, Swanson, Flowers. So I don't understand. This, that line seems w- uh, very high. I don't know if I feel strong that the Rockies are going to win this game, but because of, the, because of what they're paying, I'll take a shot at them. I'm getting 45 cents here, so I'm going to take the Rockies to, to, to win this game. I'll take the... Uh, I'll, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go minus 135 on the run, uh, the run line and plus a run and a half here. I think I'll take a shot there, but... I, I know at first glance what I was liking here is the, was the over-under again, nine. I think, they, I think they can score more than nine runs in this game as well here. So I think I might do a double action here. Yeah, so a, a little bit of plus one and a half. with, the, And that's what we like to do with those. Uh, it's nice to take that the, the road team there because, you know, if Atlanta, say the game's tied, they get their run, boom, we don't have to worry about it. other than uh, a home run, George. That's the only thing. And, uh, God, there's no worse feeling. Like you talk about empty netters in hockey. What about baseball when you have a team plus one and a half and they hit like a, a three-run jack to win by uh, three instead of just like a single to win by run? That is frustrating, and it happens all the time in baseball too. You'll have a couple of those uh, there this year, fellas. And, uh, right, George, doesn't that drive you nuts? Like the empty netter, you can kind of see coming, but baseball, you're not assuming a guy is going to hit a home run to screw you on a run line bet. You know, I think it was the game, it was the Cleveland Houston game yesterday. I had the under. And uh, I, I, you know, you always forget in baseball that because it was 3 3 going extra innings. I'm like, okay, got my under. And then I'm like, yeah. oh, no, wait, it's baseball. They can score 10 runs in the extra inning for all I know. Yeah, and the, the top the, team they, just they goes nuts, here. right? <laughs> they get to the bullpen. Right. Look what Sam Diego I forgot did. what it was. Didn't the Padres? The Padres yes. yesterday went into the extra innings with the Nationals at 3-3. The final score is 8-3. It went over. They scored five runs in the extra innings, right? Happens all the time. Yes. 
It, that's why. It, but I was in hockey mode. That's why, because I was still taking hockey. Yeah. You know, one oh, I'm, I'm a winner here because I, I had just won on the uh, St. Louis game. Uh, you know, that was, and I was all happy. So, and I forgot. I'm like, oh my god, this is baseball. I could lose. So you know, you know, I started getting worried again and panicking, and then can't hit the home run. So uh, it was a solo shot. So it was no big deal. One my thing, but I just found that funny. That uh, I went from uh, an easy win to like, oh wait, it's baseball. I, I can lose here. It's not like football. It's not like uh, hockey. Where it's only one score. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, and it's happening. It's weird. Those not, nothing is safe, guys. Those extra those extra inning games. A lot of the time, you thinking you got your over under locked up, and then teams go bananas and extra innings happened in a couple games yesterday. So the next game, we still uh, we'll get all take all these games up until like the the two ten games because uh, yeah, we got some other stuff to go through, some NBA, and we got some hockey and a lot of man. I love Sunday. Sunday's the favorite day of the week for sports. Next game, George, we got uh, Stephen uh, Welcome Mats, Doormats, whatever you want to call him, and our old friend. Gio Gonzalez from Yankee back to Brewer. Yeah, Gio Gonzalez. Wow, what's going on here? We got Mats and the Mets. Mats and the Mets, minus 115 against Gio and the Brew Crew, minus 105, total 8. Milwaukee, plus 1.5, minus 200. And Doormats, welcome Mats, minus 1.5, plus 174. Mr. Met, the Mets laying 15 cents against Gio. Gio, really, he, he's a well-traveled guy, George. He gets around. Uh, yeah, he, well, he had a choice between the Mets. Uh, he said between the Mets and Brewers, he chose the Brewers for a better opportunity. I might have chose the yep. Mets just for Vargas and get over him. But whatever, it doesn't matter. And yeah. I think I would have chose the Mets also for City Field. I'd want to pitch in a pitcher's ballpark. But whatever, yeah. he chose Milwaukee. It doesn't really matter as far as we're concerned. So uh, this game, I have minus 10 <laughs> for both. Uh, no, minus 105. I mentioned, now I live about 45 minutes from City Field. It is raining here. It is not mm. raining hard. It's certainly not raining enough to have a delay. But I do wonder about an in-game delay, so I don't know if Gonzalez or Mats are going to be long in this game. Keep that in mind. That's more for DFS purposes, by the way. Betting, I don't think it really changes anything all that much. That being said, I don't think I'm touching this game. I don't trust, I mean, this is Gonzalez's first uh, game in the major leagues this season. I don't know what you get out of him. You know, Matt, you don't know what you get out of Max on perfect days. More or less a day like today against a good hitting Brewers team. I am probably, once again, I don't know what the, what is it with these overs, but this over-under is eight. And the Mets are always low for some reason. But I think it's going to be run scored today. Gonzalez, I don't think, is going to pitch great. The Mets can hit. And Mets, I don't think, will pitch great either. I mean, I know the Brewers can hit. So I am leaning towards the over here. I don't think the rain nails it down all that much here. I'm, uh, I'm leaning over. Well, they went over yesterday, did they not? There was lots of runs in those games, and we were wondering why the total was so low because uh, we were talking about cold conditions and wind. But uh, it's in the games that we talked about with the low totals, they both went over. The Yankees game went over against the Giants. The, the Mets game went, went over against the Brewers, right, George? So we were seeing some run in those games, and eight seems pretty damn low. I'm kind of with you there. I think I, both of these uh, teams can get to both of those pitchers. That's kind of a – I would have made that total probably eight and a half, nine. But, hey, it sits at eight right now, and if you like the over, you're getting a better priced 135 Eastern. We got the Padres and Nationals. Big win for the Padres yesterday as uh, monster pooches against Washington. Hellickson going for Washington. He's actually been pretty damn good, kind of under the radar pitcher. Uh, and you don't see the Padres. They're favored on the road. Minus 120 for Lucchese up against Hellickson, plus 100. Over under in this game is nine. And uh, San Diego on the run line, minus one and a half, plus 140. Washington, plus one and a half, minus 160. What do you think of this one, Georgia, Washington, and the Padres? The Padres, the favorites in uh, Washington. 
you know, Nats aren't playing all that well. I mentioned no Anthony yeah. Rendon in the lineup today. He's out with the elbow. I'm not touching this game, mind you. I'm, I'm not. But I'm. if I did, I'm leaning towards San Diego as well. I just don't trust them enough. The, actually, wow, the overrun just went down to 8.5. It was at 9, went down to 8.5 here. Wow, a lot of things really? changed right in front of me. Yeah, it's uh, happening. It's uh, all but, happening. But I think that's right. I think that's right. That's the problem. That's why I'm not touching it here. So, uh... I, I said I do like the Padres in this game, Lucchese over Helix. The Helix has pitched better, pitched better than I think he actually is. But that being said, I, I'm just not feeling it. I don't feel anything in this game to take here. But we're not going to put money on it. I don't feel the need to. And I don't know. I just, I mean, Washington, they should be better than what they are. I don't like what their bullpen's doing. Their bullpen's giving up a lot of runs late. That's why they're, they're a tough team to take the under because that bullpen could sometimes just light things on fire. You know, you saw it yesterday. The game was closed and it was a blowout and it went over. So that's what worries me about Washington. I'm not touching it. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. You, you got to give Hellickson some credit, though, right, George? Like he's one of those guys. He doesn't get a lot of uh, pub. He's kind of like an under the radar guy, but he pitch, he pitches pretty good. Like uh, Washington plays well behind him. He's he's kind of one of those underrated guys. He's not going to blow you away with anything, but he just kind of you know he's a true MLB pitcher. He I think, in my opinion, just a little bit underrated. What's your opinion of Hellickson? Uh, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I first my first thought was he's a he's a hanger on, but he's a yeah. fourth or fifth starter. I mean, it's what he, he is. is. He's pitching in a good pitcher's ballpark here. Uh, he's the guy in fantasy wise. You, you pick your you pick your moments with him. And listen, today might be that moment. I don't think San Diego's going to light him up. So if you're starting him in your DFS league, I'm okay with that as a cheaper second starter. If it allows you to get other higher end offensive players, I'm actually okay with that. You know, with starting with someone like Ellison in regular fantasy leagues. Once again, this was a two start week. Sure, this, if you have my if you if, listen, if you have on your roster, and you're not starting him during a two start week. Then you should be start. You shouldn't have on your roster. Move on from him. I'm okay with that under circumstances he's the guy who has to be managed yeah that's they're not going to blow you away but sometimes you find a little bit of value with a guy like hellickson we got the rest of the baseball board i'll ask george's opinion on some early dfs guys we get for the one o'clock eastern starts hockey basketball and sean angle our nascar uh, insider will talk to us about talladega this and a whole lot more after the break from the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Welcome back to the Weekend Fantasy Update, Sunday edition. I'm Cam Stewart along with George Kurtz, Sean Angle. He's with us too. We'll break down a little bit of NASCAR in the 1240 segment with Sean Talladega style where things happen quick. Angle's telling me lots of boom, boom, vroom, vroom in Talladega. And uh, George, just going through the DFS baseball for people who want to play the early card. I find it interesting. Uh, Chris Sale, very, very expensive. Uh, $10,000. Flaherty of St. Louis is uh, the top rated guy. He's $10,300 up against Cincinnati. Uh, Glasnow, he's in the three hole at 90 we got Boyd against the White Sox. Lucchese, $9,100. Our boy, uh, Sonny Gray for Cincinnati. Uh, What do you think about the the pitching uh, slate today? I'll tell you one thing. I don't think I want sale at $10,000. What do you think? 
I don't. No, I'm not paying for sale at 10K. Uh, I'm actually not taking any of the, the top three guys. I'm going to go with Boyd at 9,300. Uh, weather in Chicago, not going to be great. So I think it's more of a pitcher's day than it is a hitter's day there. So I'll save him. He's been pretty good. Boyd, he's striking players out. He's been very good. Very good. Look at here. it. Look at his strikeouts. Uh, 13 against the Yankees, 7 against Pittsburgh, 6 against Cleveland, last game against Boston, 3, but all positives, uh, 17, 20, 23, 33 uh, drafting points on, on the site there. That's really good for uh, for a pitcher. Not, he's getting a little bit uh, more expensive now, 93, but I like your, where you're going, George. Very good. Good price. Yeah, I'm going with Boyd as my number one guy. I think there are a lot of interesting number two guys to go for. You know, once again, you're playing on DraftKings. You got to start two starting pitchers today. I think there's some yep. interesting players I could uh, I could throw out who do you, there. Who are you thinking about? Concerned. Eflin. Listen, I think uh, I mentioned her. No, wasn't really thinking Eflin, but uh, I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm going cheaper than that. I'm going really down the board here. Kyle Gibson against Baltimore, 7,400. Mm. Once again, uh, you mentioned earlier, Minnesota beats the crap out of Baltimore as far as the offense yep. is concerned, and it's it's another uh, once again colder there, so I think it's a, a pitcher's day here. I think the Basset Hound could be. No, not going with the bat. I think I already said. I think I'm, I'm going with the over there, right? So now I'm going to go with the. Oh, yeah, uh, that's right. No, no, I can't ba- do that. No Bassett. Not no gonna, Bassett out. No, no Bassett. I could be. All right. I mean, listen. I, I understand. I could be talked into Matt Harvey. 6,500 against KC. Not a good wow, hitting yeah. team. Uh, we just talked about uh, Jeremy Hellickson, 6,200 against uh, Washington. I just found out, by the way, Adam Eaton also have a lineup today. So no Rendon and no Eaton. Mm, for, that's uh, why the Washington Padres. Yeah, that's that why might. we were wondering. Minus 120 might be going up, too. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if we see some 125s, 130 there, uh, George, if uh, the Washington Nationals are missing so many. Like, they're going to be missing a lot of dudes. A lot of dudes. I'm actually at 130 now. My site's at 130. Wow. I don't know if it just happened. I don't remember what it was, but I wonder if it just went up uh, for that reason. And once again, no Eaton, no Rendon. They seem to be putting in their Sunday lineup. That's not good for us. No, uh, yeah, there's a lot of cheat. That's a see. The good news is, guys, who you like, George is going going with that way with Boyd, and yeah, you can find a cheap pitcher. And if he's if he's even digging for Matt Harvey, we can find a lot of value. But we're going to avoid the main main guys and Chris Sale, and uh, we'll wait to see what happens there. What about the catching position, George? Uh, uh, a couple guys that are on your radar. I know we always like to go cheap with the catchers, so we can uh, build our lineup with stronger outfielders and other position players. Uh, what value catchers are, are you looking at right now? All right, as far as the catchers concerned, remember, today's Sunday. A lot of starting catchers won't be in the lineup. Make sure you check. check. Uh, be safe there. Estadillo, I told you before, he's on with the, the IL. So he's uh, he's gone. He gone. Uh, he gone. I'm looking at here. He gone. Now, if I am going to start Hellickson, then I'm probably not going to start Austin Hedges. But he's somebody I'm looking at, okay? He could be somebody I could plug in there. As far He's probably my number one guy. Wilson Ramos is up there as well. So it really comes down to, do I want to save the 100 bucks? You know, Ramos hasn't done much damage of lately with the bat either. Right now, I am going with Hedges there, which means I'm probably not going to go with Hellickson in my starting lineup. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. It's yeah, Hellickson. Uh, you're 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 avoiding there. I was actually thinking about betting San Diego. I don't like the fact that it's uh, going up right now there, George. So. I don't know. We'll, we'll see what we'll see what happens there. Washington looks like they got a pretty weak lineup, and we were always all talking about how the over under went from nine to eight and a half. Uh, maybe the under's worth a look, eh, buddy? I know that uh, was your first instinct. It was. It was. Uh, it was my first instinct. Now I, I, I think I'm staying away from that game. I, I just, I'm just not feeling it. You ever have games where you're just not feeling? Yep, I do. I'm not I do. feeling it. So uh, I think I think I'll stay away there. 
Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm thinking I might stay away too. So uh, what do we think about uh, first base uh, position there, George? Lots of uh, intriguing options here. Some expensive guys. We got... <sighs> Goldschmidt. Goldschmidt going up. He's 5,300, the most expensive. Freddie Freeman, 5,200. Pete Alonzo, 5,100. Hoskins, 49. Abreu, Smoke Show, Justin Smoke, 47. Dozier of Kansas City is playing really well. Uh, Nunez, a lot of options, buddy, at the first base position. Uh, who are some guys uh, that are on the Kurtz radar? Well, since I'm, I'm saving money at pitchers, so I can look at higher-end players that are on the positions today, which is nice. Yep. Uh, I got that going for me. So uh, I, I, I just think uh, Alonzo's going to hit a home run today. I don't know what it is about the. I, I like this kid. And uh, going against Gonzalez, his first game, uh, major league game this season, I think Alonzo's hitting a home run today. So 5,100, it intrigues me. Listen, he Rice hit one yesterday, George. Me. He hit one yesterday he with did. three RBIs and 24 uh, points. So uh, you might be on uh, riding the hot hand. I like it. He did. Uh, if you want to, if you look at cheaper options, uh, Kana on uh, Kana for Oakland. Which I think oh, yeah. I already said I'm taking the over in that game. I think I think runs are going to be scored. So he's somebody. Hosmer is hot. I mean, he's hitting some home runs mm-hmm. of late. Thirty six hundred. Once again, so if I want to load up on other positions, I can easily see myself going at Hosmer thirty six hundred. Hope for you know a couple of points here, a couple of points there, and it'll, it'll allow me to get uh, you know Mike Trout later or someone like that. I mean, actually two of them. I get Mike Trout and uh, another top one. So I can see that nice. as well here. So like I said, if, if I'm going to pay for it, it's going to be Alonzo. If I'm not going to pay for it, it's either be Hosmer or Kana, depending on which way I want to go. I think I'd probably go Kana. I've already said I think runs are going to be scored there. Give me the Oakland guy. Second uh, base position, Merrifield to Kansas City. He's the top gun at 4,900. VR, 48. Ozzie Albies, 47. Garcia, 46. Jonathan Scope, Listella, 42. Cano, 42. Kendrick, 42. A lot of 42s out there, uh, George. What do you think? You got lots of money to spend. Uh, you're thinking about Merrifield or, or uh, Albies or one of these guys today? No, not Merrifield. Once again, you need those stolen bases. He's not doing that of late. I think, I think he's overpriced here, so I'm not taking him. Yeah. I want to stack Minnesota. The problem is Scope. He hasn't done much of late. You know, my first thought was Scope. If I get, could have gotten him in the threes, 3,800, 3,900, I probably would have gone Scope. I think he's overpriced at 4,300, so I'm not going to go there. <laughs> Excuse me. McMahon's done some damage, but right now he's not in yep. the lineup, so I uh, can't go there. Cano's been quiet. I think I'm going to end up saving money here, too. And I'm not going to go there. I'm leaning towards the Hernandez on Philadelphia, uh, 4,000. 4, he has been doing a little bit, not major damage, but a little bit of damage uh, so far this week. That's why I like to look at the week. I don't look at the year. I, I want to know what you to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Well, shake it up, baby. 
Thank you very much, Sean. Yeah, well, we're back on the air. Thanks to Sean for correcting a little technical problem there, George. But I was always wondering what the people could hear because I'm like going through uh, Christian Yell at 5,800 bucks, Mike Trout 5,600. I'm just talking to myself, da 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 da. And then I'm like, what the hell's going on here? I wasn't sure if uh, anybody was around, but apparently uh, we lost connection. But we are back on the weekend fantasy update. That's the thing we never know. It's kind of funny when it happens, right, George? Like you always assume it's uh, like on your end. You never really know. But then when you don't hear the the Darth Vader breathing from me and you it's usually uh, something else <laughs> not gonna touch that but okay uh it, it was strange i mean i'm doing the same thing as you i'm talking to myself i didn't realize we were off i'm going through the outfields who i like and who yeah. i don't like so it was it was uh intriguing uh more news for you uh i think yeah, it was like why the uh why the washington nationals by the way that that price went up for san diego uh zinnerman Placed on the injured list. He's uh, out for 10 days. Wow. Uh, now they're thinking Anthony Rendon may need an IL stint, which is not a shock here. Actually, when you think about it, uh, they probably wish they didn't play him on Friday, so they could have backdated it to Monday, and he'd be back in a couple of days. But now uh, that elbow is worse than we uh, than we expected, so Rendon uh, might need an IL stint there. Matt Carpenter out of the lineup today. Nothing wrong with Matt. He's just getting a day off as of right now. Rest. So Zimmerman IL. Rendon may go to the IL. Matt Carpenter out just a day of rest. It's the seventh day. It's Sunday. The seventh yeah, day, a day of rest. No, no rest for you, George. You're doing it with uh, the fish man, Joe Galina, and then with me. Uh, eight till eight till two is Kurtz. No day of rest for Sunday. It's nice. Your family's bringing you back some nourishment, some bagels after uh, the daughter's soccer. You deserve it, George. You've been working like a, a, an animal here, and uh, we didn't get to the outfield positions. We were basically talking to ourselves, but Yelich is uh, the most expensive guy at $5,800, but man, like, what do you do? The guy's got 53 points. <clears throat> His last game a home run, three RBIs, two walks. Hell, he's got three stolen bases his last couple of games. He's got five hits. Like, this kid can't be stopped, man. He's just, you pay up for him, but you get value with him. Other guys like Mike Trout, as I was talking to myself about, like, Mike Trout, guys pitch around him and stuff. He's $5,600. He's great, but he's not had those explosive fantasy days like Yelich and other guys there. That's the problem. Mike Trout's a great reality player, but people know he's the only, uh, he's the only dog on the Angels, so they avoid him. Uh, it's funny. Uh, you may have been talking to yourself, but we were talking about the same thing because I said the yep. same thing about Trout. I love Mike Trout, and I can easily afford him in my lineup today, but it's in KC, which is a pitcher's ballpark, and you saw what the Yankees did. And the Yankees said, hey, <laughs> no, yeah. you're not beating us. But nobody on base? Go take first base. You go on first, Mike. You know, you yep. want to steal second? Good luck with you. Well, well, it's your luck there, but we're not pitching to you. It's really that simple. I mean, Angleton Simmons is batting fourth. Sometimes he's their protection for Trout. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Give me Mike, take first base. Take first, Mike. You know, uh, try and steal second. I'm not pitching to you. There's no reason to. There's just no reason to. So I think that's the problem there uh, with Mike Trout. I wouldn't pitch to him either. I like Rosario today. Been all, all over it. We've been saying it now for the whole uh, DFS segment now. Minnesota beats the crap out of Baltimore. They had 21 home runs in five games. I'll bank that Rosario is going to get one today. Uh, Kepler would be in my lineup as well, so I'm going to stack those two outfielders. I even thought about going crazy, and I might in a lineup. A cheaper lineup. Let's just go all three. Go Rosario, Cruz, and Kepler. And see if they can hit six home runs today between the three of them. But I like uh, Ronald Acuna as well today at 4900 so he's going to be in my lineup as well. I mentioned I saved so much money at my pitching and at Machado at third base that I'm able to afford these top outfielders. I think it's these, I mean, between what, Rosario's 5500 Azuna's uh, sorry, Acuna is 4,900. I thought about Azuna as well. That's why I mentioned him. But uh, Sonny Gray's pitched pretty well this season, and I'm not going to go with him. Uh, and Kepler, I'm gonna, I, can, I can fit them all in my lineup, so I'm going to put them all in there. 
Yeah, that's what you could do. If, if you're going to save your money somewhere, George, that's what you do. You're you're paying up for a premium right there, and uh, hopefully, you know what I mean, by saving with the pitchers, you can get the, the, the value that you need there, and then you get the big guns. We get a couple home runs from Guerrero and anything, and you might be cashing like I did in golf. So that's the one thing about DraftKings, though. Like, I finished, uh, I think I'm, sorry, I have to refresh it. Nine, I'm ninth right now. They're just uh, going through the final numbers. The tournament just ended, but I'm going to win, like, 20-something dollars. Like, very frustrating. There's 1,900 people in a contest. You finish ninth. Like, can I get a hundred bucks but i guess uh, i gotta put more money in the bigger contest george but you know me i like to spread it around gambling it's tough there's only so much to do right i'm not a rich man i gotta bet on the hockey games here and here i only got so much for uh, certain things right pal i'm having trouble finding kepler on this list kepler i'm serious i can't find kepler yep. why can you find but him he- no i can't find kepler either so yeah, you wanted to have a you wanted a twin stack against uh, Baltimore. Why is correct? that? Why is that on the list? I have oh, no idea. That's, that's got to be another software script. For some reason, he's not in there. I mean, <laughs> nothing I can do about it. I got to get my lineup set in ten minutes. So I'll, then I will go Nelson Cruz. I'll go Cruz, okay, well, Rosario, and uh, Acuna. I don't know why Kepler's not available on DraftKings. I have no idea. I had two home runs yesterday. Wait, now you no taking George- away from me? We're, we're buddies, so you get your lineup set there too. I'm gonna, I'll talk a little NBA there because uh, one game goes off at uh, 105. Interesting two guys, and I'll get Sean Angle coming up right after this. We'll break down the NASCAR that goes at two o'clock quickly, though. Uh, 105 uh, basketball game. This is a huge line. This line has gone up, and I'm not gonna be pulling the trigger with Boston, even though I really, really want to. Something's telling me not to. It's like that little voice saying the line went up for a reason. Milwaukee now eight point favorites against the Boston Celtics, over under 220 three and a half game one of this eastern uh, playoff series milwaukee minus 350 on the money line that is at 105 tips so i'm going to take milwaukee money line parlayed with the late game at 330 the houston rockets who are finally looking to get off the schneid maybe they could beat golden state golden state has questionable injuries with curry coming into this game tonight a couple players actually with golden state they're questionable we'll find no closer to game time if they're going to play but houston is getting five and a half six points depending on your book so i am going to parlay Milwaukee minus 350 with Houston plus five and a half and get a take back of plus 145 in that parlay right there. And uh, yeah, hopefully we can get it done. I don't understand why the line keeps on climbing and climbing for Milwaukee. I think they win the game, but I'm not sure if they're going to cover eight points. That's a hell of a lot of points to play uh, to, to play right there. But now we have the Geico 500 uh, from Talladega. Vroom, vroom. We talk about it. Uh, Sean Angle is our NASCAR expert here. Not just our friend who keeps us on the air, but a man who knows uh, auto racing right now. Austin Dillon with the pole in this race uh, there, Sean. Uh, looking at the betting odds, we got Joey Logano, uh, eight to one. L- lots of lot, you, Sean. You bring up a good point. Like some of the races, remember we talked about guys are favored at plus two twenty five, plus two fifty. Logano is plus eight hundred. Keselowski is plus eight hundred. Kyle Busch. We're seeing a lot, a lot of line value because you, as you told me about Talladega, anything can happen. But not guys at two and three to one. We're seeing favorites at eight to one. That's a real nice price, buddy. Eight to one for Logano, Keselowski, and Bush. Good value. Oof. Well, Talladega, as mentioned before, this is a crazy racetrack where anybody has a legitimate shot of winning. This has been a track that 
seen its fair share of underdogs win. In fact, that one of the drivers participating in today's race, David Reagan, he is a driver who has won before at Talladega, and he's been looking pretty good throughout practices so far. He's starting around the 15th position, which, again, that's the sort of place where you can expect any sort of driver to just come up and go through the field and win. But from a DFS perspective here, Cam, what we have to keep yep. in mind, though, is uh, – with starting position of these drivers, the higher up these drivers start, the more of a risk they are in order to actually take from a DFS perspective. So if you're playing any games on DraftKings or FanDuel particularly, it's pretty hard in order to accept those guys at the front because a, a big wreck can happen at any time and it can take them all the way to the back. And just like that, you've lost out on, on cashing in for the week. Whereas if you pick a yeah. guy from the back, like some of these real low bargain drivers, you know, s- such as li- like uh, Jeffrey Earnhardt, for example, Je- even though I normally never pick Jeffrey Earnhardt most other weeks. <laughs> he, he's 150 to one there, Sean. 150 <laughs> to one. <laughs> I'm not picking him to win per se, but he's no. the sort of driver that, that he starts so far back that he's just kind of one of the safer picks in order to go for Talladega this week. And I've experimented around with different Talladega lineups before, such as when I used to pick all drivers that were starting from like about 33rd on back. And that lineup even cashed out one time within Talladega too. So just goes to show anything can happen here. There are certain drivers I really like a lot, such as Denny Hamlin, who did win this year's Daytona 500. And he's been pretty good on these sorts of tracks or even Brad Keselowski, who has the most wins of active drivers on these super speedway type of tracks. But again, you just never know when it comes to Talladega. There's guys you can favor, but nothing's a guarantee. No, it's it's really noticeable me for me too, Sean, because I don't know as much about, but I'm learning it through you and Gabe, and just watching the other races. And Steve Merrill comes on the show. Like we see guys sometimes at two to one in a race. So this tells you the 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 variety of anything can happen at Talladega. When you get a favorites at eight to t- and ten to one, that tells me anything's going to happen. And your boy, uh, who you mentioned there, Dave Reagan, he's a hundred to one to win. I'm not sure he's going to win, but oh my God, that's crazy, crazy value, Sean. So a guy can win it, like you know, fifty to one. 180 to 1, 100 to 1. Yeah, I've seen crazier odds happen. <laughs> yeah, just exactly. even. So what the, do we do? I was going to say, yeah, sorry, even the Xfinity race yesterday, uh, the guy that placed second was Gray Golding. Gray Golding is the sort of driver that you never would consider to win one of these races. And that's man, weird. It's just crazy. I got one for you, too. You told me Jeffrey Earnhardt, 150 to 1. The only guys that are worse uh, from the betting board, uh, I'll tell you, uh, Sean, Ross Chastain is 200 to 1. Reed Sorensen's 200 to 1. Cody Ware, 200 to 1. Stanton Barrett, 200. And Parker Klingerman, 200 to 1. Those are the big, big booches. Yeah, some of those drivers that start towards the very far back, you know, Cody Ware, Stanton Barrett, these are the sort of guys that these they usually don't finish most races. They're what's called start and park drivers. And usually from a DFS <laughs> perspective, you want to avoid drivers like these. But some others who've shown uh, that they can make it to the end, like Parker Kligerman, for example, yeah, that's somebody you may want to even think of putting in your lineup this week, as crazy as it sounds. 
So out of these guys, Sean, because uh, obviously it sounds like you're going to be digging for value, but uh, when it comes to prices, Kyle Bush is the most expensive at uh, $1,200. Harvick is 11006 Logano, 11200 two, 10-7. Truex, 10100 Out of those guys, who do you, uh, who's a must-play, I guess? Uh, who are you going to build from? I know you're taking a lot of underdog-type guys, but out of the high-priced guys, who are guys to target? If you're going with the highest-priced guys, I'm definitely going to be shooting for the likes of Kyle Busch, Denny Hamlin, Brad Keselowski. These are the sort of guys that have shown a lot of previous experience and have won a lot of races on the super speedway track type before. So overall, even with like somebody like Kyle Busch, who's finished in the top 10 in every race this season so far, which is amazing consistency right there, Kyle Busch and Denny Hamlin, they're starting in 22nd and 23rd respectively, which makes them, in my opinion, pretty fair DFS plays as well. But if we're going to talk about the two drivers that I am definitely targeting highly this week, we got to go a little bit further down, in my opinion, to to uh, Ryan Newman and Ricky Stenhouse Jr. The Roush Fenway racing cars have been very good throughout practices, and it's just that Stenhouse in particular, he's been one of the best drivers as far as finishing results are concerned when it comes to these sorts of tracks. And whenever it's a Talladega or Daytona race, he's always been one to watch. So I'm going to say that Stenhouse is going to be the driver that you may want to highly consider putting in today. I'm in, yeah, it's interesting, too. When I look at the betting odds, and that's what I do, there's always correlated betting to DFS, and they tell you Stenhouse has a great chance to win there, Sean. He's 16-1. to 1. You know what I mean? He's not like 25-30. Like, the, the books are scared of Ricky Stenhouse Jr. And uh, Newman, where's Ryan Newman? He is at uh, Ryan Newman should be – I'm trying to find him right now. What do you think he would be at, Newman? He's 50-1. to 1. Big difference there. So Newman's 50-1. to 1. And Stenhouse Jr. sixteen to one. Is Stenhouse Jr. worth a shot? Because on my book, it it has each way. You get one quarter the amount for finishing one, two, three, or four. So who are a couple guy uh, mid guys to target, Sean? That might uh, not win, but you like for the top four with a little bit of take back. Again, like mentioned, Stenhouse Newman. The, yep. um, uh, Ty Dillon has been fairly strong throughout some of these practice events, too. And he's been finished in the top 15 in every uh, start of his so far at Talladega. So there's definitely uh, quite a bit of interesting upside depending on from all sorts of areas today. It's really crazy just because of how qualifying literally just sorted the field out. And finally, Sean, I, I guess when you're looking to build a lineup, you're going to because some expensive guys. Like, what do you do with Chastain, 5,800? Reagan, you mentioned, 5,400. McDowell, 53. Klingerman, are those, like, if you need a real, real couple cheap guys, who are the guys from uh, basically $7,000 and under a couple guys that you like? So some of the guys that I really like from going 7,000 below. You got like Matt DiBenedetto at 7,000. You've got Paul Menard. You got William Byron, David Reagan, Michael McDowell. All these guys are these sort of drivers that I am expecting to have pretty good results today. Matt DiBenedetto in particular, he led the most laps at the last Super Speedway event, which was the Daytona 500, and William Byron led the second most laps. So these two drivers, even from a DFS perspective, are some of the drivers that I'm also targeting for some of my lineups at least today. 
Well, thanks there, Sean. I'm going to put a little sprinkle on uh, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. at 16 to 1 with your advice. And what was your other guy uh, that I was looking at here? I'm talking 50. Newman? You say Newman at 50 to 1 may be worth a look if he finishes top four? Oh, yeah. Newman is starting from the uh, 20s, but that's not, not stopped him before from having pretty solid finishes. And it's usually just custom for several drivers to, that have started farther back. And as long as they've avoided the wrecks, they're right there at the end of it. Well, thanks, Sean. I appreciate it, buddy. Enjoy the NASCAR today, and hopefully uh, we'll hit some winners. I'm going to put a couple bets down, and I'll give you a thank you. If uh, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. or uh, Ryan Newman finish top four, buddy, I'm going to have to buy you a treat when I see you in New York again. We'll go out. Uh, I'll take you to breakfast at, uh, what's that place Gabe goes to? Al's. It's on me. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> Nothing wrong with a thanks. little breakfast or brunch, Cam. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, George, George is lucky. He's got bagels. I'm uh, I'm drinking cold coffee right now. But, hey, George, you get your lineup in, buddy? Uh, it's all good? I'm all good. I'm, yeah. I, I have no idea why Kepler's not there. I still I have no idea. But such what is life. Going, what's going on with the, like, and the thing is, I don't want to rip these guys. I play, like, a, a golf contest and stuff like that. But, yeah, like, I, I've been noticing, like, the, the fonts, the red. There's been a lot of software errors. I think they got to get a technical guy to get in there on top of it missing players crazy uh, fonts what the hell's going on kurtz what's going on cheerful i blame you yeah blame me Stuart and kurtz we're coming back with more picks after the break weekend fantasy update